1: Post match chat with chaps for that Millwall podcast where it finished Millwall 3, Sheffield United 2. And what a game, what a performance. And, you know, it's just a great time to be a Millwall fan, isn't it? I think, regardless of that as a neutral, uh, watching it on the telly, I think it was a great ad- advert for Championship football. Um, had it everything five goals and uh, a bit of drama, and, of course, uh, three points for us in the end. Let's get right into it then. Um, so let's talk about the team that started. So for Millwall, we made three changes. Two, I believe, were tactical and one, I believe, was uh, forced. The forced one was Billy Mitchell coming out and Jamie Shackleton coming in. With Billy Mitchell, uh, looks like he's going to be out for six to eight weeks, I believe, with an ankle injury that he got in the game against Coventry quite early on, I believe, as well. So fair play to him for carrying on. And he's going to be a big miss, but we'll come on to in a moment why I think we have confidence now that... Um, he won't be as much of a miss as, as as maybe we originally thought. Uh the two changes, which I believe were tactical, were Vogie uh and Burke coming in for Honeyman and Watmore. Um I think he's saving Watmore for the Burnley game. But again, we'll get into it. So that was the team. So uh long in goal, back four, Wallace, McNamara on the as fullbacks, Cresswell, Cooper in the middle, um, Savile. And Shackleton in the middle, Fleming just above, and then the front three Burke vogie and bradshaw uh and then on the sheffield united team i was i have to say you know I, I don't i don't know a great deal about um their 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 current form i haven't seen them play recently, but just as an outsider, I was really shocked to see uh Ily- and and die not starting. um he's the best player for me he's the he's the he's the best player. Alongside Sander Berg, who I'll talk about um, a little bit in a moment. But I was very shocked to see him not play. And then throughout the course of the game, you know, you bring on the likes of Ben Osborne, who, you know, good, solid player. But if you're trying to win the game or, or, or you know, draw the game, you, you need to bring on attacking options. So I have to say, I thought their their lineup was was odd. Um, uh, Amahadzic and Clark also not playing. I think they might be coming back from injury. That's the only thing I can assume as to why they weren't playing. And the likes of Jack Robertson did play. Um but um, yeah, I thought that was strange. Uh, and I, I, as soon as I saw Ndai not playing, I thought, okay, well, we've got an opportunity here, which I would love to hear Sheffield United fans' opinion as to why he wasn't playing and, and what you thought there. But nonetheless, I think we started off the game with real intensity. We were in and up and out. I mean, you could just tell we were really up for it. Very, very different to the Coventry game uh, in the week. Uh, we started real intensity. And one of the things that, I have to say I was really disappointed with Hacking Bottom's post match interview because he talked about how badly Sheffield United played and how badly their defense played. They played badly because we didn't allow them to play. There was no credit given to us at all and Sheffield United are a much better team than us. Much better team. Got much better players. But we didn't allow them to play and I think it showed their defensive frailties at time with Egan, you know, people like Egan who are usually so reliable for them just just not looking at it at all. Um And that was by the the pressing that we put into force instantly from the off. And we'll get into who was mad at the match and things, but I don't think anyone had a bad game. It was a really, really, really top-tier performance for me. And we did what we're good at, you know, which is high intensity, high press, high energy, in-your-faces, direct play. We're never going to be a pretty passing team, although at times we did. Um, And I actually thought Fleming, some of his play yesterday was was the best it's been for us. And as I say, um, we'll get into individual performances later, but... I think it was a superb performance and uh, for Heckingbottom to basically give us absolutely no credit and just say that they, I think I quote him saying we gave them the game, just ridiculous. And I think even Sheffield United fans will, will, um, will, uh, will see where I'm coming from there. Um, so we start with real intensity and after five minutes we have our first opportunity with Bradshaw. Um, being put clean through, some really good play. And I think there was a couple of dummies in there from Burke and Vogie, some really good play. Um, and, and Bradshaw is not very good when he has time to think. And that's the problem. Um, and he, he puts it straight at um, the following uh, on the goalkeeper. And uh, you think, oh, cool, what a chance that could be. And then literally a minute later, good distribution from long. Burke using his pace, running at him. I don't care how good Burke's first touch is. I don't care how good a finisher he is. As a ball carrier with space, he's brilliant at this level. And he showed that yesterday. Running at the defence, nice ball slip through, perfectly wet for Bradshaw, who has no time to think, no time to even look at the goal and lashes it into 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 the back of the net. And we're 1-0 up after six minutes, and deservedly so in my eyes. Um, and the first half was, was pretty much one-way traffic. I thought we were absolutely outstanding. And one player I want to call out in particular, who would be my man of the match if it wasn't for Bradshaw later on and, and getting a hat-trick, was, was Jamie Shackleton. I thought he was outstanding, particularly in that first half. And he was crucial as well in stopping Sheffield United playing. Players the likes of Ollie Norwood, who at this level are top, top, top-tier championship players... Ollie Norwood, you wouldn't even know he was playing yesterday because the likes of Shackleton and Saville, I'll come on to him in a moment, but Shackleton, his energy, he was buzzing around. He, he had such big shoes to fill, in my opinion, in Billy Mitchell, who still for me is player of the season so far, to come in and to do that job with real quality after not playing hardly any minutes whatsoever. I mean, he was knackered by 70 minutes, that's why he came off, by the way. You could tell. Um, I sit near the, the bench and you could tell when he came off he was he was done. But what a performance. In the first half, he broke up everything. Um, played some nice forward balls as well. I, I thought he was outstanding considering, as I say, that he's he's come into a team. Big shoes to fill when I already played in a minute. So a big call out for Jamie Shackleton yesterday. Um, but first half was one way traffic. Um, I've seen a, a few uh, people comment on Twitter around a, a, an offside and, and things. But I, I'll be honest, I didn't see it, so I can't comment on it. And I've not had a chance yet to see the full highlights back to see that chance. So um, I I can't comment on that, and I I won't comment on that. Um, But Sheffield United offered nothing. And then I believe it was Cooper. We have a habit of giving away stupid fouls inside our own half that we don't need to. Uh, And we did again. However, the goalkeeper should be saving that free kick from them. And I think Sheffield United fans will actually be wondering how on earth... They went in at half time one all when it could have been 3-0 to us. Let's be real. The Long's got to save that. I'm sorry. He made some superb saves in the second half, which again we'll come on to. But at this point in the game, you know, you must be frustrated as a player to play out of your skin in the first half and then to be coming in at drawing one all, which ultimately is down to a, def- a goalkeeping error. Um, and one thing I want to point out with Long. So, first of all, not only does he start really far on one side because I guess he assumes that uh the wall will do its you know do the job i suppose um he and he did this against q p r if you watch him, he doesn't dive straight out he dives backwards and he kind of almost dives into his own net and he did this against q p r and i'm I'm not quite sure why he does that, but if you watch it, watch it back the same with the q p r goal he kind of dives backwards as opposed to straight to the side and i think if if you, if he dives straight to the side he gets he's a big guy he should be able to get his hand on this so i'm sorry but that was long's mistake and i think he'll know that so we're going at half time one all and then i think i think they equalize around the sort of late 30 minutes for 39 40 minutes something like that and you think right well it's going to be a real test of character against a team who all right might not be in the best form but a very 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 good side um, with players that they pay 20 million for. Um, one of which was McBurney, who I thought was awful, by the way. Um, he's he's horrible as well. I'm sure he's one of the players that if you if he plays for your club you love him because he's an horrible git. But I thought he was rubbish yesterday and actually his temperament got the better of him and he was was awful. And I think I don't know if it was him, I don't know who pushed Push someone over, but but lucky potentially not to be sent off. I don't think it was McBurney, but he's just horrible. And he, he just spent his old game trying to mint uh, like whinge and moan. And uh, yeah, it was, I, I thought he was rubbish, I have to say. Um, but uh, yeah, so we come out the second half, and I think probably in fairness against the run of play, we we get the second goal. Uh, some, some lovely play, I forget which was it, the second or third goal, I think it was the second goal. From Fleming, out wide to Vogie, takes his time, good ball in the box. And I have to say, even Rowett's post-match interview, I don't think people are giving enough credit to Bradshaw for the header because he's kind of he's got to run onto it and flick it, but he's put it right in the bottom corner. Um, I think it was a superb header, to be honest with you. And we, we go 2-1 up, and then after that, there's a barrage from Sheffield United. And yeah, we sat back at times, and I think that was frustrating, but Sheffield United are a bloody good team. They've got quality players. Sander Berger, when he can be bothered, and Sheffield United fans, again, I'd love to hear your opinion. When he can be bothered, he's a class above. And he's he's one of the best players in this league. But at times, he just felt like he couldn't be asked. That's the way it came across. But he sort of makes things look so easy. He sort of glides and really, really good player. But um, I don't think you're getting enough out of him, to be honest with you. But um, there's a barrage from them. Uh, George Long makes a few really good saves. Again, I haven't seen the extended highlights back. So from where I'm sitting, they're very, very good saves. Um, I think that he redeems himself for his error. Um, So fair play to to Long from that perspective. Uh, But their equaliser does come. And it comes from uh, a corner that we ultimately don't end up dealing with. Uh, after a good save from Ad. and it was it was a very very good finish from McAtee. I think Cresswell's the only mistake he made all game. He goes to the ground too early. McAtee shifted it to one side and puts in the roof of the net. Long, long, no chance for this one. And it's two two. And at that point, you think typical Millwall. You know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lose this game. When in reality we should have been two three 0 up in the first half. And this is where I have to I have to really commend the players on their resilience because to to go through the onslaught that came from Sheffield United for 20 minutes because they did let's be real let's be fair and then to find that third goal in the 89th minute was just outstanding i have to say that the the ball in if you watch it from vogie to pick that pass with that precision at that, um, that after that amount of time in the games gone by i thought was absolutely outstanding it was a superb assist and um, you know vogie really does um sort of slice the mill fan base in terms of whether he's any good or not uh, I I don't think he's great, but I don't think he's rubbish. I think he's a, a decent player at this level. I think he gives everything he's got. Um, and surprisingly, I think that um, maybe he's better out wide than he is in the middle. Not that we've seen enough of him in the middle, but... Um,
0: Picture the scene, all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I have to say yesterday, I thought he was really good uh, and I'm sure most fans will agree. But we find
1: that that, that goal, um, if you look at the stats, very even in terms of chances created and uh, all all the stats were pretty even, to be honest with you. So I can understand Sheffield United fans thinking maybe they deserve the draw. But I think for our effort, endeavour, and just we wanted it more, I think that was the case. And this is why I commend this group of players, because I honestly don't think our group of players are top six. I've said this before, I really don't. We've got some players, absolutely. There are maybe half of our team are top six. You know, you look at the likes of, uh, I think Danny Mac is a top six player. I think um, Cooper is, I think uh, our our central midfield probably is, Fleming is, and then that's probably about it, to be honest, like in terms of teams that you know would walk into other top six sides, Uh, but I think what we have got as a team here is a team that gives everything, and they know what they're good at, they've accepted that, and we play to our strengths, and at times, teams will find us out, like Coventry. You know, let's be honest, they battered us on Tuesday. Maybe it was a step too far. But I thought yesterday, we just wanted it more. Um, and that went through every single player. I thought you couldn't fault a, a single player. So I'll go through them now. I thought Long, of course, made a massive mistake for the first goal, in my opinion. And that's now two or three goals. Um, I won't get into the debate of Long over Bart on this video. But um, he made up for it in the second half. So um, you have to commend him there. I thought Danny Mack was solid. Good game. Um, got forward quite a bit in the second half. He's got some engine on him. And I'm sure he played a part in that third goal in the build-up. So I thought Danny Matt had a good game. Uh, Murray Wallace was probably the weakest performance out of the team. Um, He's not been the same player this year for whatever reason. But again, it doesn't go hiding. A lot of our direct play comes from him if you actually watch the game. Um, And I would imagine he probably has one of the most touches on the ball in in, in total. And he, he was okay yesterday. It wasn't his worst game, that's for sure. I thought Cooper and Cresswell were superb. Um, Cooper needs to stop giving away stupid free kicks. And as I say, Cresswell made one mistake. But overall, I thought he was superb. And he just looks a lot more relaxed as he's come back into the team. Um, it's a shame because if Leeds are willing to sell him, if they don't come down and then they probably need to keep him, um, I don't think we're going to have 4 million to spend on a centre-half. If we didn't have a million or a million-half in the summer for Ballard, we're not going to have 4 million for Cresswell. So he's enjoying his time here, um, but we'll have to see. Uh, I want to talk about Shackleton and Saville. So I thought that Shackleton... As I've already said, I thought he was absolutely outstanding. And his effort levels did wane in the second half, but that's because they work so hard. I guarantee if you look at the amount of mileage that our players ran versus Sheffield United, you will see a big difference. And I won't talk about Shacken anymore because I thought he was superb. And if it wasn't for Bradshaw, Bradshaw, um, getting uh, getting a hat-trick, I think uh, Shackleton would have been man of the match. Um, I would love to sign him, by the way. I really would. And I think you can tell he's enjoying it here, just whether or not he he wants guarantee first team football. Um, we'll have to see how that plays out. I thought Saville, he made two errors. And the thing is with Saville, he is a classy player in certain respects. He... For me yesterday, he gave a real captain's performance, a real leader's performance. And... I think he should be our captain. I love Jake Cooper, but he's not a leader to me. I think Savile should be our captain. And yesterday, it showed why. He covered every blade of grass. I think he had the most touches on the whole pitch. Uh, Richard Cowley tweeted something after the game. And he he did make two errors. And, he, and one of them almost cost us dearly. But he always puts his hand up. And he, he knows. Savile knows, right? And he's very slow on the ball, which is what causes the errors. But he's experienced the way he gets his body in certain positions, the way he, you can keep things simple and just keep the game ticking over. He's got some engine room as well in terms of getting back and breaking plays up. He made the most tackles yesterday. Um, I think he also made the most clearances. He is a very, very, very good player for us, George Saville. And, uh, I think that he will, will go close for the player of the season. Um, so I want to give a massive shout out to Savs yesterday because yes, he did make a couple of cock ups, but I thought he was, was outstanding for most of the game. Um, and I'm sure he was probably knackered by the end of it and all. Um, Fleming, I thought Fleming actually had one of, if not his best game for us yesterday. Some of his classy touches were outstanding. The way he, sort of, he would sort of get the ball, allow it to come across him and then drift past the player. He's all, his strength as well is outstanding. He's so strong. He, he, he's, he's a classy player. He's got so much quality. And if we can just get that level of performance out of him every single week um that Fleming yesterday is worth 10 million but he needs to do that every week and if he does then he's worth 10 million and he probably won't be here for much longer but he needs to do that more consistently dropping into pockets receiving the ball using his strength to, to, to protect the ball turn play some really good passes through. I thought he was brilliant yesterday Fleming um Berkey so Again, probably another one that divides the, divides the fan base. But I thought he was great yesterday. He probably had a little bit more of a bit between his teeth because Sheffield United fans absolutely slate him and, and don't didn't want him anywhere near their club. But I think if you play Burke to what he's good at, which is ultimately terrorising defenders with his pace, and, and and keep him, you know, you, you know, utilising his strengths, I think he's a very useful player to have. Um, and I think he caused the defence a lot of problems and actually freed up a lot of space for Bradshaw, which shouldn't go unnoticed. So I thought Burke had a really good game. Um, Bradders, I'm so happy for him. He's just such a nice, genuine bloke. Gives absolutely everything. I don't understand the hate he gets. I don't I don't think he's a top six striker. I've said that before. And I think if he probably knows that as well. But what you get with Bradshaw is hard work endeavour. And he can play. Some of his hold-up play was superb. And link-up play yesterday. Um, he's a good player he's a very good player I just think we need another option at times um, but fair play Bradshaw three superb finishes uh, and I couldn't be happier for him I think that now takes him up to 10 goals for the season which listen alright he's only scored in in uh, six games this season but he's got 10 goals so who cares streaky Bradshaw eh 2 hat at-tricks in one season under under the the, the cameras from Sky um, maybe he, he loves he loves uh, playing to the cameras we need to make sure that um we're televised as much as uh, as as much as we can. And then finally, um Vogie. So I've already said this, but I thought it had a decent game. Nothing spectacular. But ultimately, when it matters, he produced two very, very good assists and um can't argue with that. Um the substitutes, uh Leonard came on, did a good job, I thought, in terms of what he needed to do. Um and Honeyman, again, also, come on. <laughs> there was a, a one chance where um, they were breaking through the middle and Honeyman literally rubbed it up with the player and, and, and took a professional, um, is it called a professional foul? I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, superb from Honeyman, love that. And Honeyman's another one, I think. He's probably a lower championship player, but because of his effort and endeavour and his passion, I love having him in the squad. Um, it's, it's a great squad and we are playing a different way this season. I don't think we're as reliant on one player as we were in the past. And we've gone back to what we're good at. 4-4-2, well, a variation of 4-4-2. Up and at them, in your face, high intensity. um, And it's just brilliant to watch. And I have to say, Gary Rowit, the job he does with this group of players, I think needs to be commended. I think it is being commended now, but... You look at the facts. Yeah, it's not so pretty on the eye. But who cares at times? You know, if, we, if we're in the top six, like, yesterday was was good to watch, actually. Um, so I'll take that back. But I think I think we need to give Gary Rowett a lot of credit. I think he is. He also speaks so well. If you listen to the likes of... Just listen to Hank Kim Bottom yesterday. Sheffield United fans would agree with this. He's just full of excuses. And then, like, Neil Critchley didn't give us any credit again against QPR. Like, just listening to some of these managers. Just full of absolute rubbish the only one I've heard that spoke well most recently is Tony Mowbray I think we're really lucky to have Rao he always took sense after the game I think he's starting to get it in terms of what we bring as fans and I think fans are also now starting to realise how good of a job he's doing um, and I put up a, a, a stat on Twitter uh, earlier today where you know we are we basically got the, the best record at home in the championship where um, we're basically top or second I think there's one we're third for but we, um, in terms of goals conceded, uh, clean sheets, chances conceded, we're first for um, ch- uh, shots on target conceded. I mean, that's, that says it all, doesn't it? We we just, we work so hard that we've made the den of fortress and, and the fans and row in terms of the way we're set up and stop other teams playing needs to be commended. We're not going to ever be the best team, but we're a team that stops other teams playing, stop them being effective and then we use our strengths to capitalise. So, I have to say, Mr. Rowitt, a job well done. We now move on to Burnley, um, which, I'm just checking my notes, sorry. Uh, we move on to Burnley, um, which, given the results yesterday, to me comes a, not, not a free hit, but a real opportunity. And almost it, I would rather us kind of accept that we're best going to get a draw out of that game and then go to Stoke and, and batter them because I think we can beat Stoke up there. But it comes with a bit of a free hit. Be interesting to see what changes he makes. I would imagine uh what more was being saved for it. I'd imagine Honeyman will come back in. Um be interesting to see who he picks in the centre of the park because with Mitchell out and, and Savin, Shaq's potentially both knackered, he might have to change one of them, maybe bring Leonard back in. I don't know. Um maybe there's an opportunity to bring Malone into the fold. Not not so sure. Don't know. Um but either way, I think um it'd be an interesting game on Tuesday. Uh would encourage you all to, to 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 go if you can. I don't think it's on telly because it's a rearranged game, so just try and get as many in there as possible um to, to watch that game on Tuesday. And um we've got a really good bunch of players here, honest professionals, and um yeah, after 31 games we're in the playoffs with a game in hand. I think we've got 15 games left, and I think we probably need seven wins out of that 15 games. Uh that will take us to sort of early 70 points, which I think with the amount of teams so close to each other, if you get to sort of 72 points-ish, I think you'll be in the playoffs. So I think that's what we need to do. Luton game becomes absolutely massive. Um, But look, uh, it's enjoyed the rest of the weekend. A superb performance yesterday um, and a a great three points against a team that may be out of form, but ultimately have players of of real quality. Um, We stopped them playing effective in in the final third. And... um, Onwards and upwards, we're in the playoffs with a game in hand. 31 games played, 15 to go, Sort of play for. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye for now.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.